0: Local Music Matters on Indie 1023, and you are tuned to Live from the Local 303. I'm Bruce Trujillo, and tonight we welcome back The Still Tide, former Local 303 band who just put out a new release on January 17th called Between Skies. Anna Morissette and her band have completely transformed the CPR Performance Studio once again. Welcome back. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us back. Always. I love it when this happens. And we're actually (laughs) going to hear some of these new tunes. What's up first? Uh, We're going to do Change of Address first. Indie 1023 with new music from Denver's own Still Tied. Change of address, one that we've been hearing for a couple of months. It's from the new album Between Skies. It feels like a beautiful reunion today, actually. So many great faces. From the Denver music scene, of course, Anna Morissette, Frontwoman, also on guitar. We've got Jake Miller on guitar, Jess Parsons on keys, Dan Vollmer on bass, and Mark Anderson on drums, of course. Anna, you've already had quite the year, and it's just like the <laughs> beginning of February.
1: <laughs> I, I still can't believe that it's... February or like becoming February, January was felt like a year within a month. <laughs> it's been it a crazy time. time.
0: Well, and last time you were in was for the release of Each After in twenty eighteen. A few years in between writing these songs, uh, what do you see? Are the differences and similarities between Each After and between Skies? Oh, great question.
1: I think most of the the biggest challenge with Still Tide has been to kind of marry what I write, like the kind of the Each Aftery singer songwriter tender more, like, intricate guitar world. Like, that's kind of where my heart lives in a lot of the songwriting part of the, I guess, of being this band. And so I wanted to marry that kind of, like, heartfelt, more tender songwriting with something that we could, like, dance to and move to. And kind of on this idea of, like, every time I was, you know, feeling a little blue, I wouldn't often reach for, like, you know, like, Joni Mitchell blue or some kind of sad music. I'd be like, I want to feel better. Like, give me some Beyonce. Where's the Whitney Houston? So kind of trying to, you know, take what I've had and what is close to my heart in the each afterworld and then kind of push it into a different space where you could move a little bit more or kind of fall into it in the space that perhaps you that I guess I wanted to like be able
0: to move more, I guess, and dance. And I remember our conversation last time taking us to it was at the end of this relationship and some of the songs on each after were kind of reflecting and working through those weeks and months after and. Um, here, though, no matter the subject, I just kind of feel like these songs are more triumphant and show strength after that. Is that a fair assessment? I, yeah, I think that's actually true. I forget how personal, because
1: we all know each other. I'm like, oh, you know my life. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was like, I've told you all my secrets. Um, I think that is really true. And I think the whole writing process for this kind of took, started in the band. And like we worked on these songs together at a residency up in Fort Collins and started to begin to unpack them as a team and I think that kind of put a whole different spin on it. and then I think having come down I guess we released that in 2018 and now like months outside of that relationship there was a sense of like kind of a change of winds like I think there was a lot of these songs are much more triumphant you write and more about like kind of how we see ourselves and how we move through the world and how we should move differently and kind of like pulling myself out of the kind of cage that was left from that relationship in those songs. So there is a sense, and I'm glad that you
0: see that or you feel that. That's great. Yeah, I just, I think that there was this, uh man, I can't, I feel like it was in a couple of songs where it was like, I am relying solely on myself to get myself out of this. And it was just like this kind of a sense of relief that I felt through the lyrics and just like even the sound. And I was just like, this is really cool to hear, like coming Beginning this year, especially like a, a new decade, new year, new still tide.
1: <laughs> it does feel new, and actually, it is cool to kind of mark this transition from where we were with Run Out into that kind of like softer each after. Now I feel like we're kind of finally figuring out how to blend all of that emotion with all of that kind of like fun, but still thoughtful. It's all very thoughtful. So yeah, it is. It does feel like this kind of new wave and this amazing dream team of a band. No kidding. It's just like I just want to cry all the time. They're so good. I'm like. Oh God! look at them they're incredible so I feel super grateful and lucky that this is how we're kind of starting the year and kind of starting the beginning of this journey like releasing the record who knows what's ahead but I feel really strong about it right now
0: right and last time you were in it was just you and Jake and it was wonderfully beautiful <laughs> but we do have the full band in and we're going to get to another song uh, what's up next uh, this one is better than I've been this is the still tide on indie 1023 and this is Acres. It's the Still Tide on live from the local 303 in the CPR Performance Studio with Acres off of the new release Between Skies. I am Bruce Trujillo talking with Anna Morissette, front woman of the band. So we were talking a little bit before this interview about the songwriting process for this album and specifically about Acres. Tell me more about kind of how you wrote this album and how this song kind of represents that. Yeah,
1: actually, yeah. This one, I feel like every time we play it, I still kind of see myself in the space that we wrote it or when... I- we kind of came together, but when I actually wrote out the lyrics, um, but the we had like kind of an interesting process. We'd started working on these songs as a band in the summer. And then Jake and I went on this duo tour and I was like working on the lyrics and we were talking about structure and ideas and all of us, you know, like all like in this tiny little roller skate of a car, a rental car. <laughs> and so we were kind of like working on that then. And then I went on tour doing some tech stuff and then it kind of came barreling into winter without having gone back into the studio since we'd started in the summertime. And um, I'd always wanted to just kind of explore things in the sense of production on my own. I've always been really excited about that. And um, so we moved the studio into my apartment. And I got to, for better or for worse, (laughs) just work on those songs for the next, like, I guess, two months. And so that's when I think everything really came together, all the writing and all the lyrics. There had been kind of like lyrical ideas that hadn't quite been pinned down and then in the space of that winter it all kind of fell together (laughs) but of course and acres is kind of the lesson like a summary of the lesson I learned from this time I was so excited about having the studio in my apartment and then would just stay up all night like working on the tiniest little sounds on the little guitar parts and on like retracking this thing and on my vocals and I just like almost lost my mind kind of like in the minutiae of all of you can with Pro Tools and then just like getting so furious when Pro Tools would crash and you know and all of that it's like I've been working in that world in a loose way but not in by no means a professional so Joe Richman was the other producing voice on this record and he would come in and we'd work on it together and do that but the point of Acres and where this all came down to is I just kind of overwhelmed myself with the task of working on this record and decided so that I was just going to do it on my own and was excited about that at first and really wanted my hands on all of the pieces of it and I love that stuff but it got really difficult and coming up against this deadline and I really just like kind of lost my mind in the winter <laughs> last winter and so the whole point of acres was or like that kind of rounded out last like all the other songs kind of came together and I was excited about certain parts and rewriting a bunch and Acres came last and felt the truest to that experience. And the whole song is kind of about trying to do it all on your own and realizing that you can't and that you should ask for help before you kind of lose it. <laughs>
0: before you do reach that end. <laughs> well, you reach the end. And it's so interesting that you say that because you are also involved in so many projects here in the area, and you're also your guitar tech, so you go out on tour with other people all the time. Um, here in town, you're just quickly involved with poor Lolo and Brent Coles uh do does working with all of these other people influence your music or and is that maybe something that you were like yes I do want to be like holed up in my studio mm-hmm. by myself to work on this is that either one I don't uh, know
1: I think oh, that's a great question I think everyone influences each other which I love so much in that kind of community and I think you can't help but be influenced by each other, which is so powerful, especially when you're working with incredible songwriters and people that you love. It's, you learn so much every time you step into a room with them. So that's definitely influence. I'm sure whether I know it or not from all of those wonderful people and all the people in this room too. Um, but I wonder if that is a part of it. I think I was just really excited to, I think, just get my hands into it. I think I really love all the kind of accidental stuff that comes out when you're like late at night working on parts and things happen weirdly and come up against each other and you're like, oh, that's a new melody I didn't think about. So I think I just had longed for that experience of kind of exploration. But I'm sure that that exploration is always kind of in tune with everyone else I'm working with and around. And the tech world, I think just coming from that area and having been on tour so much with that work this last year, I'm sure that that influenced some kind of Thinking somewhere. I guess we're all just little sponges, you know, taking from everywhere.
0: Soaking it all in. Well, you had your record release on January 17th at the world famous High Dive. Uh, I personally was sick during that night, which I'm very upset about because I was excited for it. But tell me how that happened. You kind of set up the High Dive like you did with our studio today.
1: Yeah. 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 We got all this fabric and just made the whole thing white and billowy and put all of our rope lights up and kind of try to make it our own little special space and kind of just to yeah kick this record out into the world and good light and celebrate it but um actually everyone in our band was getting sick too so Jess was like playing that show with a fever and dan and mark quickly got fevers after that so it was a feverish show but a good one and we sold it out and people came out and celebrated which is always like means the world that will never get old or change. I'm just like, Oh my God, you guys came out and we had heavy diamond ring and uh, downtime with us too. So that was like a wonderful kind of female forceful fronted bill, I guess. Yeah. Cool. But the show was awesome and yeah, it was really special. And I'm glad that the fabric hanging worked. We were exhausted by the time the show happened, but it was all worth it. (laughs) It
0: was beautiful. Um, Well, we have a couple of chances to see you coming up as well. What do, what do the next few weeks look like as far as your shows here in Denver? Oh
1: man, so much actually. As far as local stuff goes, we are the next. The next thing that's coming up, we're playing in Longmont, Colorado, for the Colorado Folk Showcase. I think it's called, with a bunch of other rad Denver bands, Kevin Hoban, Esme. I mean, those are people on our days. I was like, there's so many people that are going to be there over the course of this kind of festival showcase. So that'll be really fun. And then um, we're playing the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, which I'm so excited about. A little spooked and terrified. But we're playing that with Kiltro and Wildermiss, who we both love and adore so much. So I feel like I would just go to that show.
0: Oh, I'm like, I, this is a great local 303 show. Every band has been... Showcased here on Indie 102.3, it looks like a dream. So hopefully, like we get a bunch of people to go up there for that one.
1: I'm can't wait. That one's I'm so excited. Gonna stay and be spooked.
0: Have to. (laughs) All right. So we have time for one more. What is this next song gonna be? Uh, This last
1: one is memorized lines.
0: Local Music Matters on Indie1023, The Still Tide, here on Live from the Local 303 with Memorized Lines. The new release, Between Skies, is out now. You can check out the video from this session over at our website, Indie1023.org. They totally transformed the studio, so make sure you check it out. Anna Band, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. We love you guys.